Chelsea Tips. Daggy and Beaver with you for a weekend racing preview. Beaver, uh, airborne at the moment, winner of the Golden Slipper, the winner of the All-Star Mile last week. You ready to get your tips out today? I am ready to get my t- tips out. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, very good. You excited? Some tricky yes. tricky business ahead for these two cards. Very tricky business, but the Beaver was uh, all guns are blazing last yeah. week. Um Hopefully the punters followed uh, a few of the, those tips. Uh, Shinzo, $15, $16 you could have got. Yep. Um, probably even More, better. You could have got better. In, yeah, out there. yeah. I think I got 17 to 1. Um, and uh, 6 or 7 bucks, Mr. Yep. Brightside. Yep. And the Quinella, I think, paid three figures with if you threw Cascadian, which was yes. which we were both quite keen on as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I um, predicted the, how that would map out uh, quite well. We might get our Cascadian money back a bit later today, though. So Maybe. We'll see what we do there when we get to the Flemington preview. But at the moment, we'll start at Rose Hill, where the rail is in the 5-metre mark from the 1,400 of the winning post. 4 metres the remainder. Uh, they haven't got the rain that was forecast yet. There's supposed to be some this afternoon, but I'd say the track's probably still good right now. See how much comes overnight. But I'm not, I don't think we're going to get to bottomless by any means. Yeah. Uh, so... Soft five-ish, probably with an upgrade if we get sun tomorrow. I'm thinking. Kick off with the midway as we tend to do. Uh, Thirteen hundred meters, benchmark seventy-two level. As usual, we've got a, a big deep field here. Does anything catch your eye? Yeah, nah. Um, sticking with my plan here of sticking clear of these races early in the day, given what we've got to come later. So save my money. Um, just get a bit of a guide here and uh, move on. I'm sticking with the lead-up form through the last midway. Uh, I think Astero now drawn an inside gate, sits closer. Uh, Zach Lloyd jumps on and gives you a, I think gives you a nice side here. Uh, and probably one of the better runs in that race off the two-year spell was Miss Einstein. Uh, now second up, Dylan Gibbons on inside gate as well. Hopefully can sit closer. Uh, is second up off a long spell, but around a nine or ten bucks. I may have a spec there as well, but as you said, it's a... Very tricky way to start. I don't think it's the strongest we've seen in terms of midway, but uh, still tricky in the big field. No. The second is a fourteen hundred. Is the fourteen hundred meter group three value? Uh, Brave Mead comes out as does Bobby Shiraz, who's going to Queensland and should win up there. That was a nice trial. In uh, Brave Mead, you've tipped as your best of the card tonight as well. Yes. So keep an eye on that. Uh, also check out our preview if you haven't already. The Mooney Valley previews up. Uh, Elliot agree who I was who I met during the week. Uh, shout out to Elliot. Uh, agrees with some of our analysis. But uh, you can go find what we think of the William Reed Stakes and the rest of the Mooney Valley card on YouTube and Spotify. Uh, all that being said, then we need to talk about this value uh, handicap. What have you made of this field? Yeah, really hard race here. Hard to line the form up. Um, couple have won some races, but uh, recent form of late has been there and thereabouts, but in better company. So it's trying to line up that form, um, which I found difficult. But I'm going for number two, Disney. Okay. Um, third up, I think it's ready to improve. I think uh, just behind the place getters, the last two, it wasn't a bad run behind Corniche. And then um, it was okay in the, the Black Opal down at Canberra. I think it's ready to... Um, show its best, and this race sets up okay for it to do that. Drawn well, gets the right run. Yeah, I I think that's not a bad race, but I've gone with the Waterhouse runner out of it, the years. Uh, I thought that was a, a pretty good uh, effort rolling along up on pace as one of the main chances. I think my best result in the race, I'm just looking at the market now, and it's been backed um, 
is going to be a Mer, though. I've had an opinion all the way through. Sat wide and was pretty good in nice their one. size. Uh, Nash jumps on, who's in for a good day, I'm hoping. Uh, and inside gate, I'm hoping won't be back out. The back should be quite close to speed in an average race. Uh, I'm saying if it, we get four or five bucks, it will be easily my best result on this race. Uh, they're the main two for me. Uh, the third is the Group 2 Tullock Stakes over the 2,000 metres uh, for the three-year-old boys. This is a shit race, <laughs> is the notes I put. Uh, and so I've gone and found the Kiwi. Uh, Nash jumps on. It's going to roll forward. Uh, Chase Sharp and Smart last time out has the Ks in the legs getting up in distance. I think this is going to be very hard to beat here uh, from... Uh, the, the main danger, Stroke of Luck, who did run well. Uh, chasing Almania last time, back to the three-year-old grade. Tom Mark, one on who I like. Inside gate shouldn't be far away. They're the ma- yeah. And then um, Major Bill goes in at any trifectas. You might play. I think that's the three. They're the only three that are entertained. Uh, and I'll stick in that order. What are you thinking? I've got I've gone for the other one outside of those three. Awesome John. Oh, yeah. um, it wasn't a bad run, actually. It was. A, I thought last run was a good run, and it looks like a horse that wanted the 2,000 metres now and uh, gets that third up. Uh, nice run first up, probably almost should have won that race, and then it was in Group 2 company, only finished three lengths behind, so gotcha. I thought that was pretty good. a pretty good effort um, leading into this. As you said, it's not, the over, it's not overly a tough um, race here. Hard to get a guide on the... The Kiwi, so I've gone awesome, John, third up, um, warming to this, uh, set to get a good run, and my on top. Beautiful. The Neville Selwood Stakes Group 3 over the 2,000 metres again comes up next. Two key hopes. Uh, I'm in the market order. If we get a wet track, uh, I'm going with Sunshine Rising. If we get a dry track, I'm going to go with Zarek. Uh, even at that current price, we might get about five bucks each. I'll cover both of them. Uh, I think Zarek's come back flying, but I've just got a feeling it does need a... A, a bone dry track to perform at its best um, but yeah as I said if it's not that Sunshine Rising might just nudge it out what are you thinking? Yeah I think uh, Zarek's come back uh, in fine uh, fettle here and I've got it on my own top uh, it was a great first start win and then backed it up uh, stepping up to, from the 1400 to 2000 uh, almost got there last start um, yeah could have uh, easily won that race. I think it's drawn okay here in the nine, so I can get get in sort of where it wants to in the run here, and it's my on top, um, barring a good ride from Clark. Beautiful. The Star Kingdom Stakes over twelve hundred meters, Group Three, is up next, and possibly the race of the day. This is a cracker. Uh, how'd you go lining them all up? Cracker of a race, but bloody hard to line them all up. Yep. Um, really open affair. Uh, I settled on th- both the blue colours, Bacchanalia and Altheric. They were the two that I kind of settled on. I thought uh, Bacchanalia uh, resumed well, had to sit outside the lead there at uh, Kembla um, and hit the line nice. I think that would have topped it off really nicely for this. Um, so got that slightly in front of Altheric, but I did like the first up run there. Um, again, sort of uh, sat... Um, just off the pace there and hit the line quite hard that was dominated by um, the leader there. Um, was pretty hard to, to run on. So I thought that it chased well and I think um, it, it will run another good race. I just got a feeling a, a pressure 1,200 metres tests a Thelric a bit. But uh, I'm blue as well, but I've gone the other blue, the one you haven't mentioned, Gravina. Yeah. Uh, it's come back well. It 
uh, work made, think about it, work hard last time, just nabbed by Quantico first up, now third up. Outside gate concerns me because they yeah. have dragged in the past with uh, this horse. Um, I'm hoping for a positive ride from Nash. Uh, but around, well, right now it's 19 or 20 bucks um, at the price I'll, I'll be finding out. Yeah, because uh, you look at that, and I think you're right. The, the only thing that turned me off was the outside gate, and yeah. they will snag it, I'm almost sure yeah, of it. And um, but if Think About It was in this race, it'd start favourite. Yes. $3 favourite, and it was only a length and a half behind it last start. So, yeah. good call. Uh, and the other resumer there the, is Waihaha Falls. It gets Tom Marquand. Uh, was unlucky both times in absolutely swims, so any cut out of the track helps. And again, is I think it's been a bit forgotten here. It opened at eight bucks last night. It's a bit of money for yeah, it this same, morning. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, they're the two. They're the two best results. And I agree with you about Bacchanalia. That was a nice return, albeit in a small field. But um, this sort of suits here. Very good race uh, and a tricky one for the, the early quaddy players. The sixth is the Group 2 Emancipation Stakes, 1,500 metres for the mares. And uh, I am going to stick with another tricky race. Um, that being said, I'm going to stick with the um, import here. Joseph O'Brien's board overstatement. Uh, it's a group winner, a comprehensive group winner last time in Europe. Cut of the grounds, no problem. And it just pops into a race that a lot of these actually aren't going that well. Um, we've just got a big clump of mares that aren't going that well. It's fresh blood. It's an each-way price, and I'm going to stick with it. Uh, what have I got here? It's been backed, actually. 390, okay. Um, and then the one I went looking for and sort of had a feel for was a tissue who mm. has come back well. Uh, it had a really good prep last time, cooled a bit by barriers and gates, but was in the finish every time out. Trials were good. Again, we found Nash today, but um, they're the main two for me. Here in a tricky race, uh, didn't know what to do with this US horse going global. Going global started, um, well, its last six starts has started well in the odds on and um, bolted in two of them. I don't know how that American form necessarily lines up, but uh, in an average race, maybe it's got something. It wasn't a great deal of the trials to latch on to. What are you thinking? Yeah, maybe one to uh, stay safe with. Um, I've gone for a tissue. Uh, resuming here, goes all right first up, has has won before and runs some nice placings. Hard to get a guide on on statement. Um, and at the 10 bucks, I thought a tissue just presented good value. Um, was honest as they come, last preparation. Uh, first up here over 1500s, not a bad uh, distance. Um, if there's enough pace, it'll uh, come down the centre of the track and might uh, uh, blouse them all. Beautiful. The Group 1 kicks off the quaddy, the Vinery Stud Stakes for the Phillies, uh, three-year-old Phillies, over 2,000 metres. Uh, and again, this is a shit race. Um, so going to the Wait for Age winner from New Zealand, um, coming off beating Campionessa, who's a talented horse, uh, comes here, gets a little bit of cut out. It all looks lovely, gets a nice enough run uh, pretty much at once with Mark Zara, and I think it'll beat these and beat these well. The only possible danger, as a market to suggest, is Pavidra, who did bolt in... Um, I did go looking for the other Kiwi horse here, Polygon, but it did you know, three-fifths of fuck all first up. So <laughs> going to um, avoid that and stick with um, Prowess on top, one of the better bets of the day. What are you thinking? No, I'm, I'm on Pavitra. Um, that was outstanding last it start. Um, it's been, it was as building, you know, it's been one of mine for Yeah, it was really building to that um, breakthrough run. It trialled really well. First up was good. 
not far off him. And uh, the way it won at Canberra, geez, that was that was impressive. I think this is, horse has got plenty of upside, and it's on to bigger and better things. Um, it's going to run an almighty race in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's it's big chance. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, it was as I said, I've, I've been with it the whole way through, um, all through last spring too. So. Now I've jumped off. What should uh, bolt in? The eighth is a 2,400 metre weight for age Tancred Stakes. Uh, Allegron and Benner who've come out today. That was the most exciting race we've seen, but who's going to win it? Yeah, it's not the most exciting race um, that we've seen, and I've found it really hard to, to line up the form again with this race. I've gone for the import, Cleveland. Yep. Just for one of... Um, I just can't get excited in some of these horses um, that we see go round and round um, all the time here. So I thought it's not going to have to be a superstar to win this. Gold trip, you've convinced me now, doesn't win often. Yeah, but this feels like it's race. I'm not really tipping it. Yes, but um, maybe. It does um, feel like this is more it's race. Yeah, the extra distance the will Sydney suit. Cup in um, two weeks. Um, but, geez, it didn't show a lot last start, um, which worries me. So I... I'm off, and I'm going for Cleveland. Um, but yeah, lots of lots of horses here with a chance. So Luke and uh, could bowl along and be hard to catch again. Um, what do you got, Sir Luke? Okay. Uh, had to tick that 2400 meter box last week. It did that. Only got nabbed late too by Fit Horse. Uh, now gets the lead here uh, and gets a quick backup. I think runs well here. Um, price. You're still getting 12 bucks, yep. yep. Agree if you're Cleveland, I've got this a danger because it doesn't have to be a superstar coming off. Uh, we've seen how much them middle-distance horses uh, have us covered, so it doesn't have to be a superstar to come here uh, and run well. And Montefilia was the best run in that, out, out of last week into this race, in coming out of the proper stuff tracing, Dubai Honor. Uh, will always run well in a race like this. I don't think there's that many chances. Interesting, I had multiple looks at Vow and Declare because Nash is... I don't know whether it was a pre-existing booking, but has jumped on it. Uh, and he's going okay behind an informed stayer in Melbourne, but it just feels like um, it's uh, a level below now. So, yeah, um, we'll go with the two there, eight and nine for me. The Doncaster Prelude comes up next, 1,500 metre group three. Uh, capacity field again. What are you thinking for this one? Another, um, another tricky race. Another tricky race, um, that's for sure. Um, plenty of chances, uh, plenty of value. Uh, I've settled on Wunamek from yep. coming from Melbourne. Um, <laughs> I like I like the fact that they've brought it here. It's got race fitness on its side. I think this race sets up really nice for it. I think Cross Talk will make sure that there's enough pace on here um, as long as it can get a good track into the race. Um Wunamex flying, it's letting down good. Hopefully it handles the, this way of going and uh, no reason why it can't win again. We'll handle any any sort of track conditions. Um, so I think it's it's hard to beat. I think Bandersnatch can run a good race third up. I think it's it's going well again this time in. And there's even some horses down in the, the market that um, can run well as well. I thought we Wewall was also building... Well, well, however you want to say it, um, is a knockout chance. Um, I'm a bit concerned about crosstalk uh, being able to lead all the way in this. Yeah, don't interested. Um, I think 1500 is probably further than it wants to go, but I may be I may be wrong. Um, with Clark on it, you know, it sort of just held on last start at Newcastle. It started to look like it was getting a stitch in that last hundred. Yep. Um, bit concerned in this field, and I'm 
you know, Waterford I would have had in there. Gate 18, I think it's almost got to go back to near the yeah, tail. Yeah, back as well, yeah. Um, and that sort of concerned me, but it should be ready to run its best race um, this time in, so I wouldn't rule it out, but just concerned. Um, it's going to have to do too much. I found the same horse on top, Munamek. It You can make it very strong. I even should have won all its last four starts. Yep. Uh, Bolt came off Bolty in last time, gets the right gate in a race like this. You want outside gates in, in as we've said, for three years, on outside gates in your Doncasters and um, these big handicaps, and it gets exactly that goes on top for me. Uh, do, I, I assume Nash going on Skyman suggests it's Waller's top pick. Uh, trial was good, um, a chance here, and the one that's completely insane odds right now. And I know I throw a lot of these out here, but Lord Ardmore's right now. You can get three figures about this horse. Have a dollar each way on it because it's. Getting completely forgotten here. Um, two things wrong stable for knockouts because Dwalla will be have it set for a grand final somewhere else. And outside gate and Dylan Gibbons. But I just like I thought it fit this race pretty well. Okay. Put a, a dollar price. Put a dollar on I'm it. Putting for me, your money to, oh, I will. Put two bucks on for uh, me. And I'll buy you beer afterwards. Yeah. I need to run a place. Uh but you can have the place top. money, I'll just have the two dollars okay, on the win sweet. for me. No right. worries. All right. Uh Munamek is on top though. And we wrap up the last 1,400-metre benchmark, 88, uh, where the market is in the right order. I think there's two main hopes. Tamerlane had to sit outside lead first up and was pretty good, um, just nabbed with the softer run from Mautai, who did explode once it did get the gap there and is the main danger. Um, I think they're clearly the main two here to wrap up the day. Substantial resuming for the Snowden Yard. Next best uh, trials were fair and fantastic, and does bring different form. So, uh, let's say three for the quaddy then. What are you thinking? Yeah, look, um, top four in the market seem to to hold it. I'm I'm going to give Fine Paint another chance, purely because I think it'll be have derived a lot of benefit from that first up run. I was slightly disappointed, but. Um, I'm going. To, I'm just going to give it another another try um, because the others don't actually jump out at me to say that they were dominant over it last time. So they ran one, two, three um, there. So I think uh, not much between all three of those. A uh, lot of luck in running and who's taken the most nice benefit um, and a nice jockey change. So going to have it on top, but I uh, wouldn't want to turn anyone off. Might Mautai, Tamerlane, or even Substantial. But a fine point on top for me. I'd probably save on substantial. Yep. Beautiful. The Rose Hill Quaddy, which if you had, uh, as we suggested, added Shinzo in, we would have got last week. So we'll kick off in the first leg, one Prowess and three Pavitra. Second leg, one Gold Trip, three Vow and Declare, eight Sir Lucan, nine Cleveland, 14 Montefilia. Third leg, two Skyman, Six Dye Mill, 12 Waterford, 13 Munamek. That'll do us. 18 Cuban Royale. And let's come home with... You didn't put in Lord Ardmore. I'll put Lord Mard Ardmore in my quaddie. All right. You may put Lord Ardmore in your quaddie. There you go. It's the Shinzo of the week at 10 times the price. Uh, the last leg is six Mountai, seven Tamerlane, eight Wicklow, 11 substantial, and if five points here, uh, again, you may throw him in at your leisure. You got a best in value for us at Rose Hill? Yes, I do. My best is 
Race seven, number three, Pavitra. Oh, okay. And my value is race six, number four, a tissue. Race seven, number one, Prowess is my best. My best actually is from Nashville Willer, who um, I think I've tipped for eight winners, so hopefully he rides all right. Uh, including my value, race five, number four, Gravina. You get to my um, hundred bucks later, but first of all, uh, check out progetracing.com.au for everything going on there as we head to Flemington for Australian Cup Day and another deep card. Uh, hopefully, plenty of value and winners to be had on it, though. Rail goes at eight metres. We get a good track, and uh, we're kicking off with an 1,100-metre race for the Mayors. Beaver, how are you going to start the day down south? Yeah, good good race to start it the day. Um, I'm going to go with the favourite, Varen- Varenskova. Varenskova. Um, it flies down the Flemington straight. Um so it's always hard to beat there, and this looks like a race that should set up okay for as long as there's enough speed on. Um, that should be okay, and Serides should provide that. Um, it on top, main danger, Mega Mia. Agree. Yeah, on top for me, tested uh, Asfura last time, which looks all right here. Mm. And uh, Daniel Moore's going all right at the moment. So start the day with the first favourite. Scorchers coming out means Serides does get a pretty cosy time up on the pace, and if it does produce uh, her best from a couple of preps ago. May well give you a sight there. Um, trolled up, oh, not too bad for this. The second is a Group 3 Breeders Stakes for the two-year-olds over uh, over 1,200 metres, again up the straight. Not a lot here, so I'm going to just stick with uh, what I've, what's got me through most of this for a season, and that's the Waterhouse and Bot two-year-old. Comes down here, outside gate, should find the fence here, or oh, should find lead here, I should say. Imagine a little bottle up the middle of the straight there. And um, will be hardest to beat uh, from Hell Queen, who did go back to the bush and had a nice win there. I think they're the main two. Not a lot else here, really. Anything from you? Yeah, I'm going for Bossy Nick. Okay. Um, coming over here from uh, Adelaide. I think that's a good pointer when McAvoy does that. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was about 20s in its first start and ran a nice second and to bring it here, I think that suggests that they think it's got a little bit of ability. This is a pretty open field, so I thought about the $6 mark. Uh, I'd uh, each way bossy Nick. Beautiful. The third is the is a 2,000-metre benchmark 80, where I'm going to stick with Summer Beale, uh, backing up on the quick backup from last week. Once it got crossed at the Valley, it was just a nothing-happening race there. Uh, hopefully, Geordie Childs from Gate 8 puts a foot down here. And uh, rolls along and proves hardest to beat from Sparkle, who um, does have a claim. I'm hoping again goes forward. I sometimes don't necessarily trust them from that barrier. Um, but uh, if they do, I think those two can control and fight it out. Um, you're probably going to tip Kettle Hill, who I've had enough of, but does get Mickey D and become scary as a result. What are you thinking? No chance tipping <laughs> Kettle Hill. Uh, Sparkle, I'm tip- sticking with. Um, I think it will come across and sit in behind Summerbill. That's the way I'd like to see it. And I think if it does and it gets a sitting shot on it, it can go past it in the last 200. Um, so for that reason, uh, backing on getting the right uh, run here. And I think at the $5, it's just slightly better play than Summerbill. Beautiful. The 1,000-metre listed hoisted handicap comes up next. This is a race that went all the way around the world and uh, maybe he didn't find the answer to. But what did, who do you have on top? I'm surprised the bopper came out favourite. 
Um, so was I. Well, that, the first thing I said was I'm not backing the bopper. So yeah, yeah me after too. that. So I was like $3 for the bopper who had to go to Queensland to win a race. Um, I think the the next three, the sort of Kalos on the lead and the Jumbaka, certainly the horses to beat. They go well down the straight and have good form there. I thought Kalos um, was a good first up win and I don't see any reason why to, why you would hop off it. Um, I'm assuming it will get some improvement out of that and based on that it will probably be too good for these again. I couldn't uh, I couldn't split Kalos and on the lead because I think they, they Jamie Carr just... Uh, well, the plan was obviously to follow Kalos in the last race. That was on the lead to follow it. Just missed... Um, I, don't, I think we sit close here from gate two on the lead, and I think they fight out the finish again, but I don't know which way to split them. Uh, so maybe I should look elsewhere. Maybe the jump back is the flying horse up the straight that uh, comes back with different form and beats them. So short answer is I don't know. Um, mm. I struggle to I struggle to split all three. Yeah, me too. But that's uh, and a very I fine red I think can run well here too. I would I would be shocked if that didn't beat the bopper home as well. To be honest. Um, so there you go. I've tipped four horses. Uh, the fifth is the. Uh, Roy Higgins, 2,600-metre listed race, where I'm not tipping four horses, I'm tipping one horse. Goldman has gone like an absolute rocket both starts in Australia. Uh, it destroyed that midweek field. It comes and meets a field of uh, beaten-up old stays that none are doing very much, and uh, it should roll along. Uh, Geordie Childs hopefully gets a rev-up to make it roll along at a decent clip where it puts a lot of these off the bit early. I think it wins again. I think the only possible danger is so unusual who's just flying and... Stick with these informed stayers. Yep, it is flying. I've gone for Goldman as well. Uh, I just think it's flying more, and I think there's a lot of upside for this. Yep. Um, and as you said, it's probably just going to control this race and power away when they, they hit the straight. Sulcum was amazing, went last prep, but uh, hasn't shown anything like that here. Um, so unless it can turn its form around quickly, um, that may have just been a fluke. Um, well, yeah. So Goldman for me. The sixth is the Sunlight Classic, 1,100-metre listed race, uh, and it looks like Benedetta's coming here to take on what you need, so we, we're getting a, a pretty impressive match-up. I'm sticking with the filly, though. She, You don't just do what that happened last time. Um, absolutely brain It was a sales-restricted race, I understand, but ran time, it looked impressive. I'm going to stick with Benedetta to do it again. Uh, I believe they're going to head to the Sanctuary in Adelaide at some point, well, when they run the Sanctuary win the Adelaide, I suppose. Uh, so it's, it'll win this, and uh, I think what you need will make it work, though. Uh, it was very impressive, too. Uh, two key hopes. Um, looking forward to seeing who prevails. Yeah, I've, I've flipped them. I've gone what you need. Um, I think it'll be very... It was outstanding down the straight last time up. I think it will have improved from that. Benedetta is a horse I like, and I think it's got pl- plenty to offer. I just think that side of the track might be, uh, by this time, yeah, even cool. a bit more beneficial um, down the outside. So gate 16 to gate 1, they're going to be wide apart. Um, I'm guessing what you need is going to be up on the pace um, be, yeah. and pretty close to controlling that there. So uh, Benedetta won't want to leave its run too late. Maybe just doesn't see it um, get away from it there. Uh, that's why I've got it on top. The Group 1 feature from Melbourne is the Australian Cup Wait for Age 2000 metre race. Uh, what do you like here in the feature? Yeah, good race here. Um, I think there's a few chances. I thought Cascadian was a bit skinny at $3. Um, I know you'll probably have it on top. So I, I, I really liked the resumption of both Nonconformist and Steinem. Um, so around the 7 to $10 mark for both of those. I've got Nonconformist on top just 
it's a horse that I do like, and I just thought it was um, yeah, that was a great first up run. Um, I'm hoping that uh, it maintains its form this time, and we see the best of it. So I've gone non-conformist um, with uh, Steinem as the main danger. Cascadian, of course, can win. Yeah, Cascadian's on top. I agree, it's skinny. I was hoping in my head, I thought it'd be five or six bucks at least. So uh, he's coming off a you know, starting close to thirties last time. Um, hard to take four bucks now, but uh, gets quick back up out of a dec- uh, out of a, a good race. Does have to go two thousand meters off off the mile there, but um, I'm going to be with it from emissary. I think who is going well this prep uh, is built naturally. I imagine this is third ups now. The goal uh, hits the right race, right jockey, where I think it can run well. And uh, you talked about the other lead up, and uh, all respect for that. Uh, but going with those two in the Australian Cup, we finish with the next two races, 400 metres handicaps, where elations come out. So you can tell us who's going to win while I try and work it out. Yeah, look, this is a, another, another, another very tough race. I've settled on El Rocco. Uh, I think this race sets up really nice for it. Uh, it's third up, and both runs this prep have been pretty good. In decent company, we talked about the jumbuck earlier over the 1,200. just wasn't suited there. Um, gets out to the 1,400 here. Um, I think that's a good line. And then it uh, was good last start, um, albeit at Echuca. It was in, in, a, in the big race there and ran uh, close up by and here to shock, which I think would be right in this race um, up to its ears. So I've got it on top. Um, Hardest to beat Pinstriped. Yeah, I can't split Pinstriped and Cardinal Gem. I thought they were similar lead-up runs. Um, they bring similar credentials. And uh, pro- are now left on top from me. I think not an option deep into the prep now can run well. A uh, bit of a dropping grade here. But, um, yeah, a bit tricky. I was keen on elation there. 1,200 metres, benchmark 80 wraps us up, which I'll finish the day with a couple at a price. Uh, cool has come back really well again. It's been in fine form for a, a couple of preps now. I'm spewing a mystic go out to a Chuka and win. But uh, it comes here outside gate uh, around a 10 bucks. I think runs well. And uh, well, a couple of three at a price, really. Bellinger's flying, um, as is a stable, again runs well. And Mars Mission. Switching from Sydney down to Melbourne at a price, we might be able to get something back there. Uh, from its last couple, where it um, maybe was disappointing, but um, was snagged from gates both occasions there. What are you thinking? Yeah, no, I'm sticking with my Yankee girl, uh, resuming here. I think it's the best horse in this race, and I think if it's um, if it's ready to go, it's going to be super hard to beat in this. I think it sets up okay. Uh, it's got a good finish, and uh, this looks like a good first up tilt. But, um, yeah, Bellinger is my uh, outsider in the race. I think it can run well as well, and it keeps just getting better with each run. Beauty. Um, what have you got for your quaddy at Flemington? Yeah, quaddy. Oh, good luck. Go, good luck. Got to go large here. Um, going to go sneaky tight in the first leg and hopefully get through and then back it up later. I'm going number eight, what you need, and number 10, Benedetta, as my um, standouts in the first leg, race six. Then moving into uh, the second leg, uh, which is the Australian Cup, I'm going number one, Cascadian. Number five, Emissary. Number or number four, non-conformist, and number 14, Steinem. I think they held the key. Uh, moving then into race eight, the third leg, I'm going number three, pinstripe, number four, cardinal gem, number six, not an option, number seven, superium, number 15, El Rocco. 
And then into the last race, I'm going number one, Cooled. Number three, My Yankee Girl. Uh, Number four, Bellinger. Number 15, Miss Middle Park. And number 11, Anilla. Beautiful. Your best in value. Yes, my best comes up in race six, number eight, What You Need. I think that'll be super hard to beat. And my value bet, just trying to find where it was. Race seven, number four, Nonconformist. My best is race five, number 10, Goldman. And my value, race eight, number one, Cooled. Uh, 100 bucks to spend uh, after Beaver struck out again last week, mate. Nothing did I get? No, you, admittedly you had um, probably unlucky because learning to fly had a went a miss in the um, slipper, so you didn't get the trifecta. Oh, you didn't have Shinzo. You had a couple others. No, I went back and checked. Should have backed Shinzo. Just had, I thought you did. I just assumed you did. But anyway, I'll back something. An idiot. I, yeah, like what it, when when I went back and checked, I'd assumed you'd back Shinzo. Anyway, thirty bucks tomorrow on Cascadian, four dollars twenty. Ten bucks on Gravina at seventeen. Thirty bucks on Statement at four dollars eighty. Uh, and then we'll go, let's go five each way on Lord Ardmore. Put it to bed for the year. And 20 all up Goldman into Prowess to, um, not that I'm a big one for all ups or trebles, uh, but we'll do. We'll stick with those two favourites there. What's happening in Queensland? Yeah, Queensland. Got a few up there for us. Race three, number five, Red Kite. Sticking there. I've uh, tipped it to win recently and it's done the done the deal for me. Uh, race seven, number three, the big goodbye. Mm-hmm. Uh, race eight, number nine, Kips Bay. That's my Ooh, best. Yes. And finishing off race nine, number eight, Briars Kingdom. I think we can tail it back in that r- really good there. Beautiful. Um, yeah, no, a couple of good good bets to end the card there. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't even looked at Adelaide yet, so I won't waste your time. Check out progetracing.com.au for everything going on there. Uh, good punning this weekend. Uh, great weekend of racing, uh, AFL's back, NRL's chugging along, so all good signs for me as I head to the pub, Beaver. What do you, um, anything to finish on? Nothing to finish on, mate, just good luck, happy punting, and uh, enjoy your weekend. Beauty. Take care, guys, and we'll talk Wednesday.